So business money management is not an intuitive thing. It's something that we need to be taught. It's something that we need to learn how to manage. And you know, a lot of times there's some shame around money and we just don't really go and learn what we need to learn. But guess what? That's why you're here. Thanks for joining me on the Profit Accelerator podcast. I'm Don Kennedy, your host with tips, strategies, and real solutions to help you make more money and more importantly, keep more profit in your business because we know having more profit means having more impact. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator podcast. We're talking profit, we're talking pricing, we're going to talk a little bit about knowing what you need in operating expenses. And the reason I want to kind of wrap this up in one episode is because we don't need an MBA or to have some business knowledge that's, you know, out of this world complicated in order to do good business, to run a business and to be able to be profitable. I know that sometimes it feels overwhelming when we have to start thinking about things like pricing and profit. And if you go online, and I did a quick search to see what I could find on things like, how do you calculate margin? And my goodness, the formulas they were using, some of that stuff looked a little overwhelming, but guess what? There are calculators online that you can use now. There are all kinds of tricks and tools that you can put right on your phone that can help you do these things that I just don't think are advertised well enough so that people can go ahead and shortcut to getting the information they need without having to actually do the math themselves. So what started this episode particularly, I had several conversations with entrepreneurs, and this one is uh, a very frequent comment that I get, and it's, hi, I'm interested in your help. I work as a fill-in-the-blank, some kind of entrepreneur. I do decent business, but I spend too much and I don't charge enough. I need some sound financial help from an outside perspective. I'm not doing the numbers right. Can we talk? So that was one text message, and I've gotten several of them you know, over the months where people are like, I'm doing really good business. There's something wrong with my numbers. My numbers aren't going right, and I'm not keeping anything. There's nothing left over at the end of the month. And I truly believe that's a function of us kind of trying to shortcut things and not doing the work that we need to do to figure out our pricing properly, to figure out our profit, to make sure that we have what I call margin kind of built in, that we have this money left over and that we have a plan for that money. So we're not going through these feast and famine cycles that take down so many small businesses. So if you know me at all by now, you know that I'm a don't lose money kind of girl. I don't want you in business losing money. Unfortunately, if we look at the statistics, they're not great. Only about 40% of businesses are profitable, 30% break even, but there are 30% of businesses that lose money. So that's three in 10 businesses are losing money every month, barely hanging on. And another three in 10, I mean, they're just, they're just breaking even. They're barely making it at all. They don't have any room for growth. Uh, They don't have any room for raises for people, those kinds of things. So we definitely want to tip the scales to make it so there are a lot more profitable business. We have to start with price. Sometimes I ask people, how did you come up with the price you're going to sell that? And I hear a couple of different ways that they do that. The most common one is they say, well, I double my wholesale. Uh, So if something costs me $2, you know, I sell it for four. And my question is always, is $4 enough for you to make money? And they usually can't tell me. Or they'll say, I triple my price. If it costs me $2, I sell for six. And the same question applies. Does that give you enough room to make money? 
And sometimes they can't answer that either. Um, sometimes you'll hear people say, well, I charge, you know, 30% over what it costs me. And I see this a lot of times too, in service businesses where people are like, I always make profit because, you know, it's a service. I don't have a lot of, uh, you know, money going out the door in product, but I'm going to show you that in some cases, service businesses lose money faster because we want to demonstrate our value. And we're so generous with our time and all our freebies. I've actually worked with businesses where service businesses were losing money on some of their largest packages because they were giving away the farm in exchange for the money. So you need to make sure that your pricing on each and everything that you sell is making you some money. And I have a very simple three-step process for that. So we're going to start with pricing. If your pricing is wrong, you're not going to generate revenue in your business that is going to leave you enough room to keep money left over after you pay all your expenses. If you have low profit margins or no profit margins and you can't meet your expenses or you barely meet your expenses, that can be a very difficult position for a business to be in because no matter how many more sales you make, you're never going to outrun your expenses because there's expenses to doing business. So even if you do a lot of business, if you don't have good margins, you're not going to be making more money. Just because you're making lots of sales doesn't mean you have money in your business. And that is something that I think is a hard concept because people go, well, if I sold a thousand of them, I would be fine. But would you really? Really, we want to look at one thing and each thing, and we want to make sure you're selling it so that you're making money every time one of them goes out the door as sold. So the very first step is to figure out what all of your costs are. All of your costs, and I mean all. So do you have time invested in creating videos in a workbook? Do you have software invested in things? How about handmade goods? How much are those beads and that wire for that bracelet? How much are the clasps? How much are the tags? How much is the box? How much is the paper? How much are the stickers? How much is it? All of it. Every single piece. I have actually worked with entrepreneurs that did not charge for certain things because it was like two cents. I mean, you know, why figure that in? But it matters. It does matter when we get up into doing thousands of dollars or thousands in volume that could end up being thousands of dollars over the course of a year. So we want to make sure that we recover all of your cost. So the cost to produce that thing, the cost to create that thing. List all of them. That's number one. We need to make sure that whatever our pricing is, we're going to recover all of that back to our business. Then the second thing I'm going to ask you to do is just add a profit margin. I'm going to ask you to add 10% or 20% or 30% right off the bat before we get into anything else. I want you to add a profit margin that we can actually kind of scrape off the top. This is maybe a little bit of an unconventional way to figure out pricing, But this way here, right from the get-go, I know that you're inserting right away money that is going to be profit into your business. I want you to start thinking about it. So add that in there. So let's say it costs you, I don't know, $2 to make a thing. And you want to have, you know, a 10% profit margin. We would add 20 cents to that. We're just going to say it's $2.20. And that would be listing all of your costs and we're going to add 10%. If you wanted to add 20%, we'd add 40 cents to it right from the get-go before we go any further. But this is what ends up happening is sometimes people forget to look at their business operations costs. 
if you don't know what it costs you, you know, to be open every day, what it really is for you to unlock the door or to turn on the computer, you know, what is it costing you in labor? What is it costing you in your breakthrough number, right? So rent, phone, internet, all those things, maybe some marketing costs, your business operation costs. If you don't know what it's costing you every day, every hour, every week to be in business, We actually don't know how much we need to recover in every item sold to even cover those basic expenses that keep the doors open. So you want to make sure that the hourly cost or the weekly cost, I mean, you can figure out which one's more comfortable for you. And I'll give you an example why here in a minute. Um, But you want to cover your business operations in everything you sell your goods and services for. And I'm going to tell you, you get to figure out whether or not you want to look at how much it costs you an hour to be open, a day to be open, or a week to be open. I have worked with some entrepreneurs that have very cyclical businesses that, you know, they do much better business around the middle of the month or the end of the month, or at the end of the week, maybe like a Friday or a Saturday, they do really good business, maybe some retail stores, boutiques, those kinds of things. So the cost per day that's average they may not make that average on Monday or Tuesday when the doors are open. And for some people that can be very anxiety producing, very stressful because they say, oh my gosh, I I need to make, you know, $150 a day to cover all of my operating expenses. And today, you know, we only sold $89. Oh my gosh. I don't want that for you though, because on average at the end of the week, they more than made up. And this was an actual client. They more than made up for what they didn't make on a Monday or a Tuesday, okay? Because at the end of the week, I mean, that's when people got paid and that's when they went shopping at the specialty retailer. So, you know, having a weekly average was just better for the mental health of the business owner rather than a daily average. For some of you, having an hourly number is good because you're producing goods hourly. Like, let's say you're making jewelry or you're producing food or doing something like that, making soaps, We want to know what is it costing you every day? What is it costing you every hour so that you know what to charge for your labor and things? So you get to decide how much your business operations costs are. And you also get to figure out how often you want to use that metric that you need to recover in your pricing. A lot of times, this is where people get a little bit hung up when they say, well, I I buy it for two and I sell it for four. Okay, well, we just said that we bought it for two and we'll make your profit margin for 40 cents. But let's say that each one of these, your operations cost on top of that, you know, per widget, you know, is another $2. Well, you may make it for two and sell it for four. You are just breaking even. By the time we add in all your operations costs, your marketing costs, we're adding in your labor, we're adding in everything that it goes into that widget, you're not making any profit. There's no room for growth. You're not making any money. And if sales dip in a given month, you may have trouble actually paying your bills. So definitely want to make sure that we understand in our pricing how much we need to make to recover everything. Um, you know, we can go into gross profit, net profit, and all these other calculations. But to be honest with you, I I just don't know that it's necessary for a lot of small businesses. You just need to know that everything you sell is making money. So I'm going to give you a quick example here. We're going to talk through it. Um, Let's say your cost to produce your jewelry is $35. Okay. That's your wholesale to produce it. That's your, your beads and your stuff. 
Um, and you want to add 10% profit margin to that. So you'd add 350 on top of that. So let's say that operationally, it costs you $23 an hour in operation costs. And it took you an hour to produce that jewelry. So the price for that piece of jewelry has to start at $61.50 in order for you to be able to take that $3.50 per piece as profit. Okay. $35 is your cost, $23 is your, your labor, and then $350 was your profit margin. So that piece of jewelry has to start at $61.50. Now, if you're doubling and you did $35 and doubled your wholesale, in this case, you would actually be okay. But for some people, they charge wholesale and then a little bit more. So they would be charging like $40, $45, maybe even $50 online here. You can see that if they were charging $50 for that and they were charging $15, what they thought was profit, they're actually going to be losing some money on this piece of jewelry. So if their costs are $35, and they say, I want 15 for labor. And they put that together and they charge for 50. They're actually losing money because their operational costs in that hour with that labor is actually 23. So I just want you to think about is everything that you are creating, selling, making everything, making you money. Pricing is like the number one place I see people making mistakes. And it's very simple to fix. There's a few calculators that you can use. Make sure you know what your operation costs are and make sure that you fit that into your pricing structure. All right. The second thing I wanted to talk about are your expenses. If your expenses are very high, that does eat into your profits. And that also keeps those operational expenses high. So at least once a quarter, make sure you're sitting down and you're looking at your expenses. See if there's somewhere you can cut them if you need to. Um, watch for different things. Depending on your industry, costs can fluctuate. They go up and down. I see this in food industry. Um, I see this in some retail establishments, certain types of products that have um, certain types of you know raw materials, they can go up and down. And I would make sure that I was being very careful about where I was ordering from and I was checking prices for some of those things. I also, again, would be looking at my fixed costs. I'd be looking at my internet once a year and seeing if there's a better provider. If I live in a place where, you know, there's more than one, you know, competitor or somebody we can talk to. Uh, I know it sounds silly to be doing this, but I mean, every little bit counts sometimes in business and saving even, you know, $35 a month adds up. That's, you know, $400 a year. That can be a big difference in some small businesses. The last thing I want to talk to you about is this idea of margin. And, you know, margin is, is what's left over. That's that whole profit thing. And when I talk about profit and I talk about margin, I, I wanted to talk about two different things. One is the fact that margin does not have to be equal across all of your things. You can sell something that has lower margins, like 15%, 20%, 25%. I see this sometimes with consignment, right? Somebody goes and they consign some goods to somebody else's store that store owner will get 25% or something like that on consignment. Whereas if they were to sell it out retail, you know, they would get more because they're selling direct to the consumer. So there's no middleman, but there are some 
good things about doing consignment because you're using somebody else's audience, people who maybe come into that location. So there's some good in doing certain types of business models. And you can use different business models for the same products and services. I don't know if um, I need to do a podcast episode on that. If you want to, you know, drop me some, you know, some comments on that, that would be great. Let me know if I need to do something on ADFP or on, um, you know, the audience, the focus, the delivery and the processes that you can do to make multiple sales to different audiences, leveraging other people's audiences. But anyway, so it can be unequal across the board, even in uh, different products, or it can be in different audiences. But the fact is, everything has to make money. And if you have a financial goal that you want to get to, it is critically important to have a number that you're going to aim at, that your business has a total margin. That's a that's a goal for like, let's say a quarter. If you have a mark, if you have a goal of, let's say you want to make $5,000, when you look across the sales prices and everything in your products and services, you would need to tally these things up and make sure that as you sold certain volumes, you could easily take that $5,000 profit. To do that at a 50% margin across the board, you would need to have you know, about $10,000 in sales across all your different things. I don't want to, again, get into like all this crazy um, idea, but you want to have a goal for the amount of margin or the amount of profit you want to have in your business. Some businesses like restaurants have actually pretty low profit margins. Some like specialty boutiques and retail, I mean, they can have very high margins, which is why they can do sales sometimes the way they do deep discounts. But you want to make sure that you have a goal. You can use pricing some of your expenses, some of these margins as goals that allow you to plan for your income and your profit and allow you to then take the next step and do some growth planning. I think sometimes we are so focused on what's right in front of us Um, that we don't look down the road and go, you know, if we were to increase our sales by X and we were to cut our expenses, and if we added, you know, this little bit to this line of business, this margin over here, this profit over here, we raise it on just this wholesale, not on the retail. We leave that the same, you know, something like that. We can actually make huge shifts in our businesses and we can still continue to do really good business. Um, but we can also, you know, get our numbers right. If you have any questions about any of these things, you know, please let me know. Um, I think that even though mindset is very, very important, I think in some respects, we've gotten away from kind of the nitty gritty of these things and simplifying business principles so that the strategy is simple. Um, or simpler. I think that we've gotten into kind of the mindset and just kind of raise your prices and you should be regularly raising your prices. But I don't think necessarily we've gotten into the why, the what, and what the results are going to be. 
Um, and you need to have good money structure and you need to have a good plan in your business because you may be raising your prices over and over again, but if you're starting out in the hole, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be making a lot more from the beginning. And I did kind of promise you a little bit of an anecdote. I did work with one client that was a service provider, um, had a few products though, that went to clients when they signed up for a very large package and the fact is, when we calculated the number of hours that were involved in this package, when we calculated, you know, all of the freebies that went with it, when we calculated the products that were sent and everything else, this particular package was losing money for this client. And, you know, they couldn't believe it. This, this was, you know, a four-figure package. So, you know, hard to believe that when somebody pays you four figures, your business could be losing money. But the fact is, when you calculated how much it was per hour that was being invested, how much the product was, all those things, absolutely, they were losing money. And we had to go in and we restructured the package because we didn't want to raise the pricing. So we went in, we looked at the expenses, we restructured the, the um package a little bit so that we had some room in there. We had some profit margin in there. And now when they sold the package at the same price, the client actually wasn't losing much. And some things that weren't being, um, you know, capitalized on by the clients much, we were able to make those kind of optional things. So we pulled them out as a promise and made them optional add-ons. So we can do things like that. You don't just have to jack up your prices. If you find that when you do some of these calculations today and you're like, oh my gosh, Dawn, holy cow, I'm losing money on these things. Guess what? Don't do knee-jerk reaction of raising your prices. Take a few minutes, take a deep breath, look around and see if there are some other things that you can do, you know, to make changes, to raise some profit margin, to put some, some money back into your products or services so that you can, you know, start to be profitable in your business, maybe without changing your prices right away. So if you have any questions or comments, drop them for me. I love hearing from you and I hope this was helpful. If you stick to this pricing model, you look at your expenses regularly and you keep margin in the back of your mind as you're doing your business things, you can't do anything but well every time you sell something because you will make money each time. Take care and I'll see you next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you'd like to learn more and grab some free resources, just head over to entremoneycoach.com and you'll find the links and freebies. Take care and I can't wait to talk to you again next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast.